This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 948, How to Find Out What Makes Someone Tick in English. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, downloaded more than 50 million times. We believe in connection, not perfection, with your American hosts, Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, and Michelle Kaplan, the New York radio girl, coming to you from Boston and New York City, USA. And to get your transcripts delivered by email every week, go to allearsenglish.com forward slash subscribe. People love to talk about themselves, and if you can figure out what they're passionate about, you can have a great English conversation. Today, get our two-step process for doing this in English. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey there, Michelle. How you doing? Hey, Lindsay. I'm good. I'm good. How are you? I am feeling excellent. I'm feeling excellent. And uh, so what did you do over the weekend? Well, over the weekend, I met up with a few different friends on Friday night and on Saturday who I hadn't seen in a while. So it was really nice mm. to catch up with them. And yeah, I had a really good time. And then what else did I do? Oh, I went to Manhattan. Uh, I was in Manhattan on Sunday on the Upper West Side. And it was a lot of fun. How about That's you? That's awesome. What did I do? I walked all over the city of Boston on Saturday. It was so fun. And on Saturday night, I actually went to a um, a benefit uh, event for uh, kids soccer volunteers. I don't play soccer, but I know some people who do some volunteering around soccer. But it was actually mm. a beer tasting contest. It was like a craft beer contest where oh. they would fill your cups with six different kinds of craft beer per round and you would judge your top one two three four five six and then it would it would be like a sports bracket where at the end you ended up with one beer at the top of the bracket mm-hmm. okay <laughs> and it was cool they had handouts like free beer <laughs> wait so what was the contest though like it was what? like who, like which beer was the best tasting like, I mean, er- based on like what other people believed also like, yeah, kind of who? Yeah, actually, that's a good question. I don't know. How <laughs> to, I don't you know. No idea. Know, to be honest, I think by the end, people had been drinking no a idea, bit, so they right. didn't know <laughs> what to write in what the brackets. What you were writing anymore. Yeah. yeah. That's really funny. <laughs> but it was a fun time. So that sounds I, like fun. It was really fun. The spirit was just like in helping the volunteer group and having some good drinks. But, you know, I actually met a few people that I had. It was a good situation for me because I met friends of friends who I sort of knew. I had met a couple of times, but I had a chance to kind of go deeper with them and get to know them a little bit better. Hmm. That's oh, that's really good. Yeah. How, How so like, do you think like you made any new friendships or how did that go? Maybe. I mean, so just the idea of just kind of letting, you know, I mean, what, right. So the question is like, what is the secret to a good conversation here in these types of situations, right? With Mm. this particular event, there was a lot of downtime where we were waiting for them to come and pour the beers, Mm. a lot of downtime. You kind of had to chat with people. And so what makes for an interesting conversation in these kinds of situations, Michelle, what do you think? 
Mm. Well, it's a good thing you have alcohol because I, that probably helped. <laughs> that helped. That helped. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, I guess I feel like a good way to have a conversation is to ask a lot of questions. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was actually just talking with a group of students about this. I think asking questions is key. What do you think, Lindsay? Yeah, I agree with you. But what kinds of questions, right? It's all about the kinds of questions we're asking, mm-hmm. right? Like, are we right. talking about like the weather? Are we talking? Mm-hmm. What are we talking about here? No, you want people to um, have the chance to talk about themselves. People love to talk about themselves. Exactly. <laughs> I really think so. <laughs> it's kind of like the secret to, you know, it's the big secret that we all yeah. figure out as we get better at conversation. Anyone, everyone just loves to talk about themselves and that's fine, but we can use that as kind of a hack or a trick. We know that, right? Right, awesome. right, right, right. Yeah. So like the more you can get them to talk about what they're, especially like what they're interested in, right? Yes. Then they'll get really excited and really like you. <laughs> yeah. And I'm super excited, Michelle, for today's episode because we're going to teach our listeners a special edge and many of our listeners probably already know this in their own language, but we're going to make it specific to English and to American culture. All right. So awesome. Yeah. So if any of our listeners are here in the US or in another English speaking country, they're going to be able to do this in English. All right. So Michelle, I like how you said, you know, figure out what they're interested in. Is that what you mentioned before? Right, 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 right. Like what are their passions? Right. What are their hobbies? What do they what do they love to talk about? Yeah. And I want to teach our listeners a new phrase that says something similar, right? And what is that phrase? It's what makes the person what? Tick. Like a clock. Tick. Tick. Like a, like a bug? Like the tick? Like tick? <laughs> yeah. Like a bug or like a clock? Like tick tock, tick tock. Tick, tick. Such a weird phrase, right? Mm-hmm. What makes them tick? And right. that is the phrase we want to teach you guys today. And we're going to show you how to do this. But really, um, Michelle, before we dive into that, actually, I want to call out the names of some of the people, listeners who reviewed us, who reviewed our new app. Guys, some of the people listening. App store. Yeah. Some of our listeners. Sorry. Okay. No, no. It just sounded funny. Like as opposed to the dog f- listeners. <laughs> no, 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 no. So sometimes on the mic, we lose our, our words here, right? <laughs> no, it just made me laugh because I'm just imagining all the different types of listeners. <laughs> the people ones. The, maybe some do, pets do listen. Maybe pets they listen? like it. Hey, it's possible that someone has like a golden retriever or a Dalmatian out there. I'm yeah. hoping to get a dog one of these days. And Me I'm sure that too. my dog will also listen to the podcast, right? Oh, yeah, of course. Of course. All right. Anyway, <laughs> sorry. I just, I, I had to, I had to, yeah. You had to take that. You had to take that. It was lovely. Sorry, Lindsay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So real quick, I just want to yell out a special thank you to Giyuge from Korea. A special thank you to Wagner Nascimento from the U.S., from Rokyo-kun from Japan, to Pattaya Root from Taiwan, Donald Donald from the U.S., Rose Raspberry from Japan, Rodriguez26 from Brazil, and it's Jing Yi from China, Hirotani from Japan, and Iliago from Spain. You guys reviewed the app in the app store at allearsenglish.com forward slash bonuses. So thank you so much, guys, for your reviews. Thank you so much. And Rose Raspberry, that's like Rose such a refreshing. Raspberry. That's like <laughs> so re- refreshing. I know, I know it sounds like summer, right? Doesn't it yeah. make you want to like have a, like a glass of lemonade or it, something? Uh, ex- exactly. I thought of lemonade too, which is funny because <laughs> the name lemonade is not in there, but it just makes me feel like summer. So 
Rose Raspberry, very cool name. <laughs> very cool name. Guys, go on over and review us. Start listening to this podcast inside the app because very soon we're going to have a search bar right inside the app. So you can search for different episodes and you can't do that in the podcast apps very much. So go to allearsenglish.com forward slash bonuses to get the app. All right, All cool. Right. All right. So Michelle, going back to this idea, finding out what makes the person tick, what are some other ways to say this? All right. Well, so finding out like what they get excited about, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Or yep. what they love to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, what else, mm-hmm. Lindsay? I mean, if we're thinking of it from a perspective of like our work, because some people are super passionate about their work, it's where they add value in the world. Like what are mm. they doing? You know, what keeps them up at night? I love that expression. Mm. Right, 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 right. What keeps them up at night? That can be a good thing or a bad thing. That keeps it could, you up yeah, there. yeah. I think in general, what we're getting at here is more like, what, what, what problem in the world bothers them so much that they are taking action to solve it? Right, 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 right. right. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, like for example, on this show, the problem that keeps us up at night is the idea that people might not be able to connect due to a language. We want to make sure everyone around the world can connect through English and no one feels disconnected. Right? right and outside of a circle that is our core problem that we're trying to solve here okay of course of course awesome yeah what else michelle there's some cool ways to say this before we jump into how to do it mm, i see what they nerd out on i think of, <laughs> i don't say nerd out i say geek out maybe that's a uh oh geek out let's add that to the list <laughs> oh okay i wasn't sure if that was like a new york thing or No, no, no. I like that. What they geek out on. So just, you know, for example, my dad, he's an optometrist and he's Mm -hmm. so passionate about eyes. When I was like seven or eight, he would bring home these books full of images of eye diseases. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) And he was so nerdy. Like, he'd be like, oh, look at this. It's all bloody. This is so cool. Oh, my gosh. That's so funny. You don't want to be an optometrist? (laughs) No way. (laughs) So that's what my dad is still nerds out on and used to nerd out on or geek out on, right? So this guys, these are ways to say that we're interested in something. And I and you know, I I hope that everyone can find this thing that we are so excited about that we nerd out on it all the time. Right, right, <laughs> right, right. right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Geek out on. Yeah, I love I love it. Or on this show, we've talked about a phrase, and what was that phrase, Michelle? We talk about a unique mm-hmm. uh ability. The, your zone of genius. Oh, yeah. And this could be related. It might not be the same thing, but it could be very related, right? Because usually the thing that we care most about is also related to our greatest strength. So. Yeah, right, right, right. Exactly. Yeah. So like, mm-hmm. yeah, or, or, you know, we talked about solving a big problem, right? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know, just mm-hmm. any problem that you're interested in, right? Exactly, Michelle. And in this case, I'm wondering if in your conversations in Manhattan this week, if you came upon this, in many cases, it's not just the person's job. Maybe they have a job like they're working as an accountant and maybe they don't feel super passionate about it. But on the weekends, they teach kids with learning disabilities or they right. they they work on cleaning up the city parks. And maybe that's the what makes them tick, right? It's not always just the work. Right, right, right. Yeah, not everybody has a job that they're like super, super passionate about. They do it, you know, and they come home, but then they have something else and that's fine too. Exactly. So guys, today's episode, we're going to show you how to get to this and how to drill down deeper to really ultimately connect with that person and for them to keep wanting to talk to you, right? Because, oh my God, I've been in parties where I feel awkward. Like I feel like, 
maybe I'm doing something wrong or I feel like I'm a bit off and nobody wants to talk to me. It's so strange Mm. that that feeling, you know, I'm just not like getting traction in conversations. And it's usually because I'm not looking for someone what makes someone tick. Have you Mm. ever had that experience? Yeah, I think it depends what mood you're in, you know, like yeah. how chatty of a mood you're in, like how mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. how comfortable you are, how many people there are, what time it is, are you tired? It's like so many things depend on that. But I like what you talk about is like, you know, trying to solve this by finding out what makes people tick. So let's, yeah, let's get I love to it. it. I love it. Yeah. And just to introduce the context, guys, this is really best for one-on-one conversations, right? When, you know, the party is small enough or the event is small enough that people are turning to each other, right? Generally in a one-to-one sense. And, you know, people are moving around the room, but people do stick in groups of two and they talk for quite a bit of time. That's the right context for this uh, framework. Okay, cool. All right. Right, right, right. Fantastic. So Yeah. So Michelle, this phrase tick to tick, I mean, do we use that alone? Just do we say like, I mean, do we use it beyond this phrase, what makes you tick? It's Uh, kind of strange by itself. um, No, it's always makes you tick. And then of course, there are the other, you know, definitions of tick. But like for this one, I don't, I, I, I wouldn't say like, yeah, it ticks me or something like there are, <laughs> no, no, there no, are no. other uses of it. And we could do another episode about this. But I think I feel like it's always like makes someone tick. Exactly. So that's kind of a chunk we want to encourage our listeners to remember, guys. So write that down today is one of your key phrases that you want to remember and go and get the transcripts. You know, you want to see all the words that we're using today. So go to allearsenglish.com forward slash subscribe. So Michelle, again, what's our goal in any conversation in this kind of setup? It's time to find out what makes the person tick, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's exactly. what we're trying to do. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And so, yeah, we know that people like to talk about themselves. And if we put this into action, people are actually going to feel more connected to you. Isn't that kind of ironic that people like to talk about themselves? And if you allow them to do that, they feel more connected to you. Right, right. It is, it is kind of a weird mind game. It's a weird mind game. Do you know anyone in your life who just really fundamentally understands this and does this really well? Mm, I can't like think of anybody off the top of my head. Do you? Yeah. I mean, I mentioned my dad earlier that he nerds out on eyes. He's also really good just outside of his, his zone of genius. He's also really good at doing this. Like he understands this on a deep level. And that's actually why he built a successful business as an eye care practitioner, Mm. because people come in to get their eyes checked, but they don't just want to get their eyes checked or they want to connect with a human being. Right. And that's what my dad does really well, actually. Right, right, right. Well, that's important for that profession. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Yeah. Okay. So let's dive into it, Michelle. So what is this two-step process then? Let's give our listeners an overview before we go into it. Mm, Okay. So we have a two-step process to build a great conversation. Step one is find out what makes them tick. Yeah. (laughs) And? And step two is drill down. Okay. Tell us more. Tell us more. All right. So, um, 
you want to find out what the person is interested in, and then you basically want to keep on asking them more specific questions about it. Exactly. So, like, you know, what if we know that our goal is to find out what makes the person tick? So, how can we do that, Lindsay? Yeah. So, I was talking to a student in Japan, one of our VIP students in our Tokyo Power English weekend, and we came up with this idea of a web in our mind, right? A web that allows us to go out into different questions. And these questions are designed to get to their, the thing that makes them tick. So, the first part, the first step is finding that thing, and we have to jump around to try to find it, right? So, and what kind of words would those be to start off the question, Michelle? Well, where's the, the WH questions? Like, yeah, what are those? Who, what, when, where, why? And then this is not WH, but how? Yeah, exactly. And I like them because the, these can be open ended. Like, you can make them, I mean, open ended questions are the best kind, right? Right, right. Oh, for sure. Because anybody can just answer a yes or no question by saying yes or no, and that's the end of it, right? <laughs> and that could happen if we're nervous, right? Oh, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. So these are really good question words, right, guys? Yeah. And the other cool thing about this framework, Michelle, that I'm thinking right now is that if we're doing this, if we are really um, kind of focusing on finding their zone of genius or their what they nerd out on, then we forget to be nervous because we actually have kind of a task. We have something we're going for in the conversation. Right, right, right. Yeah, you have, you kind of like have a list of ideas and different things. Like, so you're just going kind of going around like you're investigating. Yeah, so cool. So cool. Well, let, let's put this into reality here, Michelle. Let's do a little, a little role play and show our listeners how it's done. Okay. Okay. All right. So, all right. So, hey, I'm Lindsay. Hey, I'm Michelle. So, how do you know Jim? <laughs> oh, I went to college with him. Oh, yeah. Oh, where'd you go to college? <laughs> I went to Georgetown. Oh, uh, cool. How'd you pick that school? Ah, oh, they have a really great interpretive dance department. Oh, cool. So you're into dancing. Uh, yeah, I love dancing. Yeah, I'm a big, big dancer. Oh, my God. How long have you been doing it? Oh, since I was little. Yeah, I've just, yeah, I grew up dancing. And um, then I decided that I wanted to go for that in school. And yeah, I still dance today. It's just so much fun. Do you dance at all? Oh, I don't do much. I've tried it before. I tried capoeira and <laughs> uh -huh. and I, I've tried Zumba a few times. Um, but you know, I'm not the most coordinated person, to be honest. <laughs> that's that's cool. Well, you don't have to be that coordinated. No, okay. <laughs> uh, no, you do, do you do your thing. You, you can always take uh, more classes. It's fun though. But just do it. Just you know, do it and enjoy it. And that's where the fun comes from. That's what I always say. Awesome. Okay, so okay. that was a really cool conversation there. I have Michelle, no idea what I was talking about. <laughs> yeah, you were just making it up because yes. we found the thing that makes you tick, right? And what is that? Apparently for me, it's interpretive dance. Yeah, dancing. And and that doesn't mean that now that I found that in you, I'm going to just ask you questions. You're going to ask me questions too. You're going to see if I have any connection to dancing as well, right? So it's not mm -hmm. just going to be like boom, boom, boom questions at you. But I think once we get to something that's interesting to the person you're talking to, they're also going to like that conversation. Oh, right, right, right. For sure. I think, yeah, just developing those, you know, it just gives you like a bouncing off point. So like, exactly. you know, you're asking, you sound really interesting in my dance experience. So I'm like, oh, well, why is she so interested? Maybe she's done some dancing. What is she, you know, like, yeah. it makes me wonder about you as well. 
oh, yeah, this makes such a better conversation because otherwise we really don't know where to go. So what words did we use first to look for your um, your interest or your passion? I mean, what did I say, Michelle? Okay. Well, first you actually asked about this guy, Jim. So you said, how do you know how? Jim? Yeah. Right? So how do you know Jim? Good. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. I said I went to college with him. Okay. Where'd you, where'd you, you go to college? Where'd you go to college, right? Where'd, where'd you go? To? Yeah. Exactly. Um, mm-hmm. And then I said, I went to Georgetown. Oh, cool. How'd you pick that school? Yeah. And you guys should really uh, make sure you get our transcripts today because uh, we're going to show you this role play inside the transcripts. And you're going to see how we don't say, where did you go to college? We said, where'd you go to college? And how'd you pick that school? Right, guys? So this is what you want to be listening to when you're listening to native English. You're not listening for how did you. We're listening for how'd you. How'd you pick that school? What do you think, Michelle? Yeah, 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 for sure. Very natural sounding. Yeah, I love that. So that's what we did. And then finally, we figured out that dance, or I figured out that dance is something that you're really into. All right. Mm -hmm. And then how did the conversation again, Michelle? How did it feel? It took a different, it took uh, like a momentum of its own, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because then you started asking how long I've been dancing. And of course, that makes me tick. So I'm telling you, oh, I used to dance when I was little, then I decided to go to school. And now I'm still, you know, and I still dance today. So that's kind of where it went. And then I started asking about you. Exactly, exactly. And then I think the next step that that I would take in that conversation, you know, to really get a good conversation going is I might expand it out and ask you about dancing in a different sense. Not so much about your own experience, but broaden it out to like dancing. Maybe there's something in the news or maybe there's a new dance on Broadway right. or a new show. Maybe there's something controversial or something I've seen. And this is where, guys, it's so important to be taking in media, right? Taking in right. like input, go to Broadway plays if you live in New York you know, listen to podcasts, watch movies. That's so important. You could ask the person about the movie Dirty Dancing, right? Right, right, right. From the 80s. Yeah. Lots of things we could do. What else would you do there in that case, Michelle, if you were in my position? Mm, Well, what else could I do? Um, Yeah, I mean, just ask them, Maybe they take a cool dance class around this area or yeah. um, mm-hmm. maybe like what are what are your favorite places to see dance around here or like is there yeah is there a show that you think I should see I really want to see a good dance show recommendations right yeah that's recommendations great. that's a good point actually recommendations for classes or shows that's perfect love that mm-hmm. awesome so Michelle what is the takeaway for today for our listeners then Um, Well, the takeaway is, guys, one of the best ways to have an awesome conversation is to figure out what makes people tick because everybody feels passionate about something and people like to talk about themselves, right? And the weird thing, though, is that if you – people will think that you are interesting if you let them talk about themselves or about their thing. So that's kind of weird, (laughs) but I think it's just human nature. Yeah, exactly. And everyone feels passionate about something. You just need to find it, as Michelle said, right? I love that. I mean, gosh, even just in my family, I could tell you if you start talking to my mom, she's so passionate about early childhood development. She's a child psychologist, or she Mm -hmm. was. So she, when she starts talking about childhood development, the way children develop socially and emotionally as young at a young age, she doesn't stop. And so she loves talking about that. So to really get to know someone, find out about what they love. Yeah, that's really interesting. Yes, exactly. Yeah, guys. And we we showed you a two step system, right? So we talked about looking for the passion and then drilling down. Right. And we also Mm -hmm. talked about this web, the who, what, when, where, why, how. Mm -hmm. Um, And that can help lead you on your conversations, make you less nervous, give you direction. 
Yeah. And as you said, Michelle, make you less nervous because it takes you out of your own head and gives you kind of a mission in your conversation, right? It's something you're going for, something you're trying to figure out. So cool. Right. So cool. Love it. Wow. Love it, guys. So come back to our blog, allearsenglish.com, type 948 in the search bar and tell us what you thought about today's episode. Was it helpful? You know, when we're learning a new language, we still need these skills to connect, right? We want to make sure you guys feel connected at the next party you go to. Okay, cool. And yeah, awesome. Michelle, this has been a good topic. And I want to remind our listeners, guys, if you're taking the IELTS exam this year, go and subscribe to the IELTS Energy Podcast. It's the best way to get the info that you need and the strategies that'll get you to seven or higher. Cool. Michelle, we are out of here for today. Thanks for hanging out. Thank you, Lindsay. Bye, guys. Beep. Oh, my God. All right. What a way to end the episode by messing it up. Okay. All right. <laughs> you didn't Never mess mind. it up. You're fine. You're fine. <laughs> All, All right. right on that note, goodbye, everyone. <laughs> Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to All Ears English. And if you need a seven or higher on your IELTS exam to achieve your life vision, then our insider method can get you there. Start with our free video series masterclass. Get video one now at allearsenglish.com forward slash I-N-S-I-D-E-R. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, then subscribe to our show on your phone or on your computer. See you next time. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community and of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live.